Yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Fuck Your Opinion Podcast, Fuck episode two. How you guys feeling today? Great. Wonderful. Can't complain at all. I'm all right, actually. We didn't do no formal introductions last time, but I go by the I name of Jalen. I didn't even say how I'm feeling. Fuck oh, you. You, <laughs> you was on the phone. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga. In the phone and shit. God damn. I was waiting my turn the oh, next thing you know. This nigga, how you feeling? How you feeling? I'm all right. How you feeling? They can just go jump over me. My bad, my bad. It's your shit, right? It's your <laughs> go shit. ahead, go ahead. Apologies, apologies. I'm feeling good. Partner? I ain't say how I was feeling. Yeah, how you feeling? I'm great. I'm great. Looking good. Everybody looking healthy today. You're looking real scrumptious over there. Don't lie to me. But I go by the name of Jalen. My colleagues over here. Say your name. Oh my god. My name is Derek. <laughs> Bug. Why he leaned all the way over there? It's a mic right, 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 right. I was looking this way. So Andre. Oh man. Appreciate all the love and support that y'all have given us thus far. Um, we're gonna keep this rolling. What are we talking about today? Bug is on his birth certificate, just to let y'all know. Is that on your birth certificate? That's actually a thing. Mm-hmm. Nah. Niggas <laughs> lying. What if that was though? That'd be tough. Book like, Evans. Like <laughs> Book Evans. <laughs> got the quotes. Right. Man. I guess we got a couple topics today. The first thing I want to hit on though is why uh, black, all black athletes should go to HBCUs instead of PWIs. That's the first thing I want to talk about personally. Interesting. Well, yeah. Let's talk on it. I mean, Speak. what's your what's your biggest reason why you feel like you should? My biggest reason is because you bringing more money back into your community and your people, and you and by giving all that money back to the school, you in turn helping other black people and more black people in the future that will go to that school because they'll be able to build better facilities, get better mm-hmm. teachers, mm-hmm. and all that shit. But everybody just keep putting money in uh, Alabama, LSU, and all that shit. Yeah, they pouring out athlete after athlete after athlete. But in my opinion, if you a dog, you a dog regardless. If you feel like you got to go to Alabama to make it to the league, maybe the league's not really for you. I'm with you on that. I can 100% agree. Shout out to North Carolina A&T. So for, from like a, you know, from our bases, like, if you got somebody that has that kind of talent and they just, you know, even just with their God-given gift, if they bring that to a school like A&T or let's say DSU, Morgan, just states that, you know, schools that were around, that would bring more, that would shed more light onto them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think young athletes really understand, especially like the really highly recruited ones, understand their value and their worth. If they would like, if they were to do that, like the amount of. Would you say like they brainwashed, in a sense? It's not. I wouldn't no, say it's, it's not brainwashing, brainwashing, but not, they, not, not in a negative they way. They feel but like as though it's more conditioning than anything. Yeah, they yeah. feel as though okay, people come out of this school every year, so if I go here, I'm that increases my chances. But I look at it like this: Zion Williamson. Regardless where that man went to college, he was going to the NFL. 
I mean the NBA. I'm tripping. He's going to the league. <laughs> he could be in the NFL. He could be in the NFL. big ass. He could be a professional boxer too. And that's my thing. It has. It got to start with. It got to start with the basketball players. Why? Because less people on the less people on the court at a time. It's ten people total, five on each team, so one person can make a greater difference. Yeah. So if you get the number one recruit out that class, that one person, if they are that good, has enough to turn your program around by themselves and in turn make everybody around them better, and they might bring you a couple other people with them. How do you but get if that you, whole process started, though? You got to get somebody to go. Because no top athlete, wants, truthfully, wants to go to an HBCU. You can't say that. Just because of the fact that, and I'm going to throw my mans under the bus because he thinks like this. I know it does. <laughs> <laughs> PWIs have a better chance at getting you out of your current situation more than the HBCU does. In this current day and age. But this is my thing. If you're already highly recruited, your game's going to speak for itself. The tape is going to speak for itself. You're going to do what you're going to do. If Zion went to DSU and dominated at DSU just like he did at Duke, they're still going. he's still going to the NBA regardless because he's, he's still Zion Williams. But then in the same token, you're going to get the same people. Just like my men's, our men's, who is he really playing? That's what everybody's going to say. It's not about that, though, because at the end of the day, it's the amount of attraction that he brings. And this is the thing. HBCUs are still Division One schools. So if you get that number one recruit, other teams are going to want to play you. I get that. I get that 100%. So if, if, you got, if you got two of the top five recruits at your school, Niggas is not going to turn you down like, oh, this school's beneath us. We're not going to play them. Nah, you're going to play them because they got those names. They're going to get ticket sales. They're going to get you views. You're still going to play those schools. And you can even look at Zion in high school. He wasn't really playing no serious competition in high school. And he was still being highly recruited. And when it comes to basketball, you're still going to get that chance to play higher. Like, if people think just HBCU talent isn't enough, all right, the team does good enough, they're going to get to some kind of championship level like look at like looking at um morehouse they've done it the last couple of years they made it today uh I don't, I don't know what it's called like playoffs or whatever but they no they not nah, this it's is the, the thing division two, uh, you can make it to the you can make it to the tournament it's the march madness i get that yeah uh-huh. they've been they've been getting to that to like division two level type <coughs> type march madness right. type job so like the opportunities is always there like it just really just takes that one person to kind of just change the spectrum mm-hmm. and once you see somebody like if you had somebody like Zion that has the talent that he had and the amount of attraction that he had like all it would take for him was to do that and everybody else would follow suit because then they can see like wow like I don't have to take the route to go to one of these top five schools in the nation just to be something yes. I can go to HBCU and I can still make it work what's his name who played uh, um was it Howard? Mm-hmm. Bo Bo, whatever his name is, or the other? What what the fuck is his name? Bo Bo played. Yeah, I'm not saying. What was that? I know who you're talking about. I know you're talking about. I don't know cuz name. I definitely. But he was a top prospect. He go there now. You won't hear about him no more. I never heard about Bo before. I'm keeping it buzz. I did. So like, 
But I mean, if we, right. if you want to talk about, like, we could just talk about what Deion Sanders is doing just by coaching for uh, Jackson State. Like, he can go coach. He could have probably coached at one of these other schools, but he chose that 100%. school specifically. You know, and he's bringing a lot of attention to people by seeing, like, by seeing just what he's doing on and off the field for him. It's ways that you can make it work, but everybody just has to be able to, like, you know, scared to be put in that work. Motherfuckers scared to be, that. to be pioneers, bro. I'm talking about this ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, How you pronounce that? I think, uh, I don't know, it's like McCormick. McCormick. Like <laughs> well, shit. He ain't Zion. <laughs> That's my point. If yeah. you if you get the top of the top, they'll be like, okay, I'm gonna go give back over here. So if Mikey go to HBCU, that's gonna rock the boat enough. Brian to make other people do all them niggas coming Bro, up now. Brian yeah, because this go. is the thing. Say we was all top ten prospects. Mm-hmm. We cool. I say, bro, I'm going to Howard. Come with me. Then you come with me. Then he come. Then he come. Who's stopping us if Light we all up. top 10, bro? Light it no, up. Nobody's stopping and, us. And then on top of that, if Bronny go to Howard, bro, I'm getting I'm getting the season, season tickets. Because <laughs> one of them games, LeBron going to be there. <laughs> and you know he's going to bring JR. He's going to bring somebody else. <laughs> but nah, for real. Like, if you get one person to go, they, they got enough pull to bring at least – Two or three other people with them. But with do they them. got enough pull like these PWIs do with all this money? Because, you know, money grabs a lot of Man, people. All them kids bro, coming up got money, bro. This, exactly. Them niggas already, them niggas already got bread bro, now, bro. About, and and this the thing. And this the thing. Now, fuck the school. Fuck the school money. You can get paid off your image and likeness. Because if you are a top recruit... Being a top recruit and being yourself can get you money. Bro, it's at the point now where, like, these kids coming out of high school now, they're more valuable than their schools, bro. Like, mm-hmm. they don't really even need to go there because of what they're already bringing to the table. Yeah, got a point. Well, isn't Brownie on, like, FaZe Clan or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, doing the little streams? Like, bro, come on. He's a cover. He's on the cover of Sports Illustrated for that. Video games. And then this is the thing. You take the... You take... For, what two or three of the top ten niggas? They gonna take your school. They'll take your school to the fucking tournament. Win you a couple games. Boom, started like that. Yes, sir. You gotta start somewhere. I get that. I hundred percent get that. I I agree with you hundred percent. But I'm just seeing the other side of it as to why people haven't already started doing it. Cause they scared. <laughs> and that's the thing. People don't got enough faith in their own skill and their own talent level because if you're that good and you believe you really the shit, why does it matter what fucking school you go to? If you're the man, why do you need to go to Alabama with 15 other people that's the man to make it to the next level? That ultimately can lead. The league people is there. The league people is watching at those specific schools. Which is why. So you don't believe if you're the man, the league is following you and watching you. If LeBron James, if LeBron James would have not went straight, how many fucking HBCU 
got people that the league actually wants, nigga. The league is sc now scouting people currently in high school. So you think just because that nigga choose to go to Howard, the league going to say, fuck him, he had an HBCU, I'm not going to watch him no more? Know. If LeBron James, back when know. he graduated, would have went to an HBCU <laughs> instead of going straight to the league, no no NBA scouts is looking at him? I don't think the NBA is going to act like the NFL in that sense, bro. Because the NFL really really acts like that. They only, they only look for a certain group of players from a certain group of schools. And that excludes other PWIs as well. The NBA, they go talent. That's it. If, if the top nigga go to an HBCU, that nigga is still a top nigga. He's still <laughs> going to get them. The scouts is still going to look for him. He's still going to be on ESPN. He's still going to be on Bleacher Report all that. That's true. Because he's, he's still him at the end of the day. So that's why I say if you believe in your skill enough, you shouldn't feel as though... Oh, I have to go to this big name school or I'm a fail. Because regardless, you're going to come with it either way. You're going to produce. What it's he either you a dog or you're not. He playing for Howard. Like I said, yeah, I get truly, you 100%. I'm with y'all. I mean, it kind of just truly falls on if the person believes in themselves enough to bring that amount of people into them arenas or stadiums. And that's a fact. Because look. Track and field, look at A&T. This past weekend, the men's team got third overall. The women's got fourth. They was the only school to leave with two trophies. HBCU. was there? A whole lot of schools, bro. All the top <laughs> Division One schools run at the national championships. You had LSU, you had Alabama, you had Iowa, Oregon. you had Oregon, you had off the top of the head, uh, Texas A&M, yup, Clemson, Florida, any any school that you think that everybody want fucking go to, Ohio State, they was there. Mm -hmm. You know who was right under uh, A&T, Florida, the Gators. Interesting. Exactly. And that's like, <laughs> so you telling me you, you can't go to HBCU and be successful? It's possible, mm -hmm. man. It's possible. It just all falls on the person. Wow, that's mm -hmm. really interesting. That's, that, I seen that as soon as he said the results. What the irony of that? I, I seen it too. <laughs> I said, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Gator Boy. Yeah, I feel like y'all need to start giving back. And it's no it's knock against the saying. athletes that went to PWIs. So we just, you know, bringing it to people's attention that there is other ways that you can go about it, and you don't have to feel pressured into going to, to one of these top schools. And mm -hmm. I, my fault, go ahead. I appreciate all the HBCU love from like the athletes now, but like, all the, it ain't none of them niggas go. What you mean? Oh yeah. When it was daytime time to pick, they, yeah. they, they should. Yeah. They went, you talking about they, like athletes. They went straight to the, you mean, but now oh, yeah. it's all, oh, support. Nah, Cause who, they. Because who be doing that for real? You ain't even support. Chris Paul. Yeah, I was about to say, it's Chris Paul, right? <laughs> Chris Paul be having right. all the HBCU fits. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man. Shout out to everybody, though. So you feel like all the, all the athletes from when we was growing up, they went to HBCUs. If Allen Iverson would have made it, if Allen Iverson yeah. would have went to Each Howard, one of them. bro, if Allen Iverson went to Howard yeah. instead of uh, Georgetown, bro, yes. 
LeBron James would still be LeBron James. Even LeBron James is never going to change. Well, clearly, I'm talking about the half-ass, the, the on-the-bubble niggas know, but the elite niggas like D-Wade, Melo, Chris Paul, the nigga, if you're top five in the league at any point in your career, if you went to an HBCO, you're yeah, still you're making it to the work. NBA. Go ahead, nigga, my name. What about Jermaine O'Neal? On the bubble, nigga. No, it wasn't, bro. Jermaine Back in the day. Was he on the Suns? Number one draft pick, I'm pretty sure. Was he on the Suns? Or he was at least a lottery pick. Bro, just because you were number one or a lottery pick do not mean that you're nice. Because there's been a whole lot of number one lottery pick flops, nigga. Yo. Shout out to the Paul Kwame Reds. Brown. <laughs> God. Like, what? Hey, yo, don't be doing that shit. I ain't trying to be called a punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is my thing. It's not about where you get drafted. It's about what you do once you're in the league. Oh, trust me. I know that. So it's the niggas who is nice in the league, they you still gonna get your mean. You may not get drafted as high, but at the end of the day, you still gonna make your bread. Even like some of them niggas that be going to JUCOs, they come out of JUCOs and they still make it work. Yeah, man. Everybody can't go number one. I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Jermaine O'Neal was a little nice, but he wasn't like, oh my god, I wanna go see Jermaine O'Neal play. No. <laughs> How many people was going to the game to see him? What team was he on again? Pacers. The Pacers. Oh, when did you ever want to go see the Pacers, bro? Exactly, <laughs> 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 you, you had a little stint with Paul George, and that was it. <laughs> Shit, and that's my thing. Like, back, 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 back in the day, mm-hmm. these motherfuckers ain't even want us at their schools. That's what kills me, bro. But now that they see, okay, Not these yet. niggas got a little bit of talent. Everybody trying. No. That's what kills me, bro. My cause, business. Because when they said that's that, it was like point. it was like the top fifty rankings of of college, like football colleges, bro. Grambling, Grambling's in the top fifty, but they dropped from like top ten because they started taking all their talent. Because that's where that's where majority of the best like HBCU talent in football came from was Grambling. So what y'all think that's gonna have to do to transition into football? Like, Fo- what do y'all think is going to have to happen? Everybody going to have to go. I'm about to say, fo- football is a, a real slow grind compared to uh, anything else because it's so many people on the field and it's so many factors that play into it. So, like, we got Dion. Shout out to him. He He's coaching at Jackson State, so he's getting that. Division One Alabama LSU talent to go there because of him, but the biggest thing is the HBCU starting out don't have don't have as much money. So when it comes to scholarship offers, it's only but so many scholarships that they can give. So what you gotta do is you gotta try to get them top people to go, and then you gotta slowly build your uh. Your team like that, and then the more games you win, the more money you make, the more scholarship money you got to offer, and then eventually HBCUs will be back where they should have been the whole time. So five years down the line, Deion's still doing that. You think anything's going to change by then? Most definitely. As a whole... Like overall, I don't think it would be an overwhelming amount of people still going to uh, going like saying, okay, I'm not gonna go here. I'm gonna go to HBCU, but it will be a greater amount of HBCU people getting in 
to the league because what, just from what he was talking about on Iron Athlete, he said he's trying to work out something with the commissioner to get like a set amount of people into the combine mm -hmm. that are strictly from HBCUs. Because the thing is, HBCUs have talent, but they don't get the big TV time. Mm -hmm. So what uh, Dion is doing is he's getting them games on ESPN, not no ESPN3 or nothing like that, where you can only watch it on the ESPN app. He's going to be on ESPN, so you're going to see his team play against another HBCU, and you're really going to see who down there knocking. Yeah, bro. I mean, that's just how it works. Back to basketball and shit. You, you see, see how uh, Sierra Kenya, uh, mm -hmm. see how I see uh, Bron and them on TV during the playoffs and shit, bro. How? It's a high school high school team on TV while the playoffs set, man. That, that whole team say, oh, let's go over to uh, HBCU. You telling me them cameras not following? You got a point. I know. But is everybody, not everybody, but is a good amount of people going to follow? This the thing. You don't you don't need everybody. You don't need to follow them, bro. You don't need everybody. If it's if it's 100 motherfuckers watching you now and only 25 watch you once you get to college, that 25 might be the most important people out of that 100 that was watching you before. You don't need everybody to come with you. You just need enough. I'm talking about the players. Like, say Mikey go, and he get, what's the big cuz name that he be playing with? Um, I know who you're talking about. Shy, Shy. You know who I'm talking about, yeah. I, I can't think of his name. I'm oh, a big boy that, yeah, um. Yeah, big cuz. Is it Jaleel? No, it's not Jaleel. Jazir? Yeah. Or something like that. Something like that. I don't know who I'm talking the about. The real big cuz. Say you get them two to go to a school. Then you get Brownie to go to another HBCU. Then you get one more player, I can't think of the body right now, to go to another one. You think that's enough to rock the boat? Just four people? Yeah. Yeah, bro, that's caused a big shift. You're talking about the same school? You, or you just named, like, top three. Two players go to the same school. Another two players split between two different schools. Okay, so two and players. And they're all HBCUs. You figure that causes such a shift. It already causes such a shift because you already including LeBron's son in it. Mm -hmm. So everybody's already going to want to know where Bronny is going next. I'm so good. I'm good. My stomach is just crazy. Then you got Mikey. Mikey's been looked at. He's been watched for, you know, years now. Same thing with um, Shazir. So you got people that already are looked at and have a big social media following just from being in high school. They take that to college. That's only going to elevate it. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, dang, like, these dudes really just, you know, had the chance to go to LSU, you know, um, Alabama, all these other D1 schools, but they it's decided to go to a D1 HBCU. Think about it, and think about it like this, because this actually did happen. When Cam, little brother, went to Howard, and then they, they beat <coughs> uh, UNLV, you know? You and I, now, from what I've been told, UNLV is not known to be one of the best schools out there. But that that brought them with so much attention after, like after that game for the rest of the year, and then even the following year until you no, know, they didn't they didn't bring enough in. It's like like that brought in that that made that much of a difference in that short amount of time, bro. Because they're supposed to lose by like sixty. 
But did it really make a difference just because people was talking about it? Because then how many more people yeah. went to HBC? That makes a difference because half the fight is to get people to talk about it. If people is talking about you, they noticing you. So the more people that notice you, because it's, you got to think, HBCUs is only on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. There's no West Coast HBCUs. So once you get, once you get to talk and once you get out there, you're reaching people all the way over there that may have never heard about your school. And that's the thing. Just because, okay, maybe they went there and get a whole bunch of people now, but maybe it was a little kid watching that five years from now could be the man that's like, okay, I want to go there. Because that's where it starts. I knew what college I really wanted to go to once I was in middle school. I didn't. So did I. But I knew I didn't get there. I didn't, I didn't go where I wanted to go, <laughs> but I knew where I wanted in middle school. So if you can get that and make that early impression on them kids from a young age, that makes a difference. So maybe you ain't affect nobody that's coming out this year, next year, but if you t if you touch somebody in eighth grade and they're like, yo, I'm going here. We had this conversation yesterday. You good. Me too. Shit, man. Man, you about to make a splash. <laughs> yeah, cause what, now that's one thing. Like everybody looking at uh in the track round looking at um A and T now like dang they fast but that that shit ain't happened overnight. Mm -hmm. That program been building for a minute and it's been cooking up, and A and T wasn't the only HBCU there. Other teams have representation, and y'all gonna see in the next couple years, A and T ain't the only HBCU that got some talent there. So yeah, you you may only be seeing A and T thrown around a lot because they had the winners, they had the high placements. But Coppin State was there. Famu. Norfolk was there. Howard. Exactly. So we we out there. Just just wait. Give it like five more years. People gonna see. We live, baby. All right, let's let's switch over to something else. Over to the, um, we could talk about the pressures of social media. Um, only reason why I feel as though it needs to be talked about because I feel like people, you know, take themselves out of character when they are trying to impress the masses, mm -hmm. or they feel as though that they disconnect from themselves or their personal lives in order to connect with strangers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I was never one to fall for it. I just got on social media in 2018, but even from just being on it, I could see how easy it is just to kind of like fall into the mental trap of, you know, being, huh? Nah, bro. my fault. But uh, fall into the trap of, you know, being, you know, impressionalized just by what people are posting or mm -hmm. what people Compare. are collecting or Comparing just commenting. Comparing contrasting you know, your life. Everything. So like even then like I find that I have to take a break off of it so I just log off, delete the app, just so I can have time to kinda of just, you know, get myself back to where I need to be, but you feel as though like you're in competition with everybody else, but you're not. 
Ninety percent of the shit you see on social media is fake really. anyway. People, people not people don't understand. Niggas be wearing each other fits. <laughs> Sharing shoes. People are not gonna post the bad parts about that life. People, people don't understand that life. The, the what it takes every day to get to where they got. It's so they only gonna post what they got. Mm-hmm. The only time they post the bad shit is when they're looking for sympathy. And the thing is, I never understood when people post like their personal traumas or their personal life on no, social media want at sympathy, all. Talking about like getting cheated on, and anything. All that other it shit. don't even got. It don't even have to be with like just relationships. Like people just like you know. I mean, if you if you lose a loved one, I'm not gonna say like that you're seeking attention, but even that kind of stuff is like private to me. Good. I know you're hungry. That. Hungry. You want a couple <laughs> crackers? Right, bro. I'm in stomach starting talking. One or two. Yo, boy, hungry. my phone. That's just. <laughs> 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 That's what you're saying, bro. But nah, like it's not. I, but when it's just personal stuff like that, no, sometimes no, I just on. think it needs to be kept to yourself and kept quiet. Like, you know, if you feel as though you need to kind of just release that, then I respect it. But even then, like, when it comes to your personal problems, you don't leave that out for everybody to mm-hmm. see. You don't leave that out for everybody to know because then you have these outside influences. Just you know. Whether it's good or bad, commenting, you know, having a reaction, giving them a reason to even have access to that information. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was never one to even fall for that. You There's know, a lot of people that like that shit though. And then another thing I don't like about social media though, don't put all your business out there, and then when somebody comment on it, you tell them mind their business. Yeah. It's they it's they business too now. It's, it's on they feed, they scroll past it, they got the right to comment and say whatever. Yes, they can mind their business. But you put your personal life out there for other people to comment on and see. That's your fault. Right. This social media shit to me is just for fun. It's just for something to kinda just get away and just kinda just look at what's going on mm-hmm. in the world without me even having to be in it. But I was never one to have my whole life on the internet. You see me on post. You know, so even with us now, like we're kind of shifting to where we're on it just for strictly business. But you really have people that really have their whole life on their Instagrams or their Twitter. They post every trip. And it's like, how you want somebody just to know who you are completely on your Twitter page or on your Instagram page? I don't have to even message you to know who you are because you're already putting it all out there. I know your boyfriend cheated on you. I know you already moved on to the next nigga on your close friends. And then you're tweeting about how you you know your mom's a bitch. Not saying that this is somebody, but like Yeah. You know, you can't sometimes sometimes you gotta keep some things on the hush. Like you don't want people to know your next move. You don't want people to know who you are or already have you figured out if you wanna, you know, but be private. Like- I feel like a lot of people that's real big on social media that's not even like influencers and aren't making money from it but got like a heavy presence always posting, always tweeting always doing something they don't got a good base of friends around them and they go to social media Mm -hmm. to seek the attention and get the help and feel heard because they don't got nobody they can go and talk to Mm -hmm. like lonely motherfuckers be on social media all the time because it helps them feel connected to everybody else. It gives them, like, a sense of validation from everybody else. You, you, they don't got nobody to talk to. Their boyfriend cheated on them. They tell, they tell Twitter. Everybody on Twitter attacking the nigga don't even know what's really right. going on. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. 
Like, did the nigga really cheat? Or did you say, oh, we on the break, and then he, he did what he what you do on the break. He took <laughs> right. a break. But, yeah. So I just feel like it's just a lot of pressure coming from that just because everybody feels like they have to be heard or they have to be seen or they need a sense of validation from other people just to feel confident for themselves. They don't know how to be their own person or they don't know who they are outside of social media. That's why I say... It's important to get off of it, log off, because you have to reconnect with yourself. Or you mm-hmm. have to find yourself in a sense to know who you are. Because if you are consistently on it, seeing what other people are doing, and then seeing like you know how other people are moving, and seeing like you know how celebrities move and what they're posting and stuff like that, you start to get, you know, not nah, like I'm not gonna say brainwashed, but you start to kind of fall through what everybody else is doing and be like, Damn, maybe I should I'm move like him. Or why am I not doing this? Like he. This person's 21, I'm 23, and they moving better than me. Like, well, should I be on this type of time? Like, you start to really lose yourself in these posts and comments. When you, when you see stuff like that, you just start you start jumping the gun. Like, yeah. And that's that's what ultimately destroys your mindset. Yeah. You know, like you said, you just you feel like you should be moving the way another person is. Nah, this, this is your life. This is, It's not a race. You take your time. You know, the universe, God, whatever you believe in, is going to send you... And put them, st- them steps in front of you. You just gotta take them steps, them steps at your own pace. Everybody got their time and their season. Exactly. Don't miss your opportunity. Fuck around trying to follow somebody else. Mm-hmm. And if you hurt, get a therapist, man. Yo, there ain't nothing wrong with talking to somebody. Not at all. Everybody, wrong with talking to someone. everybody, no, I ain't even no joke. Everybody needs a little bit of therapy. We all go. Through I some get shit. what you said, but yeah. I personally don't uh, agree with the whole therapy thing. I mean, your take. No, 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 no. When I say therapy, though, as far as somebody to talk to, bounce ideas off of, and just have somebody to wholly listen and not even have to give them, and not them not give you their two cents about opinions. it. Like, I could talk to you or y'all three in general about anything, not expect y'all to say anything back about my situation, but just want me to be heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, that's the sense of therapy for me because it's a, it's a release from everything that I'm holding I, in. I agree with that. I don't agree with, I don't personally agree with therapy to the point where no, 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 I'm, I'm going to give you money, listen to mm-hmm. my problems, no. and you're going to make my life better. No, 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 no. I'm not with that. Because I'm like, yo, that's, if you got a good, solid group of friends that's not going to judge you and not going to do this, not going to do that, you good. But you pay, you paying this therapist, and my, I believe therapists give you enough help to make you better but keep you coming back. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's true. Because it's a job for them. They got to continue to make money. It's just they like have the like, hospital. Because they have like time sessions and even then you probably can't even get everything that you want to talk exactly. about. Exactly. Your time run out. They, you, they, hit, you make, they make right. you stop talking. They, they hitting the watch like, yo, you got to wrap right. it up. Well, I, got, like, I got like, Billy coming well, in next. Well, then, well, that's our time. That's right. I'll see you next week. Hey, what yeah. you mean? I was in the middle of my, my, back, my traumatic backstory and you sitting here. Mm-hmm. All right. And even if you feel like you can't talk about it, just find something that suits you. Find something that, you know, feels refreshing to you and feels like it's therapeutic in a way. Whether, you know, you have to get a journal, take down some notes, or write something down about your life. Go on a car ride, smoke. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't really recommend no, drugs I just, for you. I, did, know, I, problems, say, I feel like, I feel like 
I understand you want to smoke the pain away or drink. I disagree. I really feel like you shouldn't do any. You, you shouldn't do any of that when you're really going through something yeah. that's really affecting your life. You have to sit there. You have to. Because you have to. You have to accept the pain. It, it becomes because because it'll become a habit to where like you know you smoke the pain away or like say like you smoke just to get away from those problems and then whenever you go through those problems again then that's what you fall to. Yeah, you know that's something you have, that you you have to accept the pain that you're going through so you could so you could grow. Yeah. Acceptance is a real big factor. But the the biggest thing that you do when you're going through anything is accountability. You always have to sit back and you have to sit in those problems and really just understand what what happened in the whole situation. Because no matter how you know right you think you are, there is some wrong to it. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be no situation where you know you guys just don't work out or a situation doesn't work out in your favor and there wasn't something that you could have done better. Right. So you have to really sit in that. And just, you know, take the time to realize, you know, what's going on. But yeah, social media, though, I feel like it, it's a it's a big thing that can help you, but it's also a big thing that can hurt you. You got to understand the reality of social media. Yeah. People, like I said earlier, people only post the good things. People are caught up in materialistic things. It's a bag of tricks, right man. Now. It's a bag of tricks. The world is real materialistic. Mm -hmm. So if you see material, materialistic things, you already think it's somebody's up. Mm -hmm. Half the time, shit be rentals. <laughs> and they don't even Bro, I didn't know license. how many people used to share, share designer belts. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, bro, I told you, I never share fits. Never share a lot of shit. Never share sneaks. Shoes. I've never shared sneaks. Niggas be like, oh, we the same size? Bro, let me hold on. No, no. I feel uncomfortable putting my foot in another man's shoe. Exactly, bro. Next thing you know, you got foot fungus, athletes, foot, and some more shit. Seven niggas done wore the same pair of shoes. Yeah. Nigga share the whole whole apartment building wear the same pair of ones. <laughs> like you, you think this nigga Snoop shoe Got collection dope, but he's sharing with schedule. his with his whole block. Crying. That shit is nasty. You ran to them last week, or some guys take them to the cleaners. Or some of these people out here taking trips and they being funded through their parents. Bro, people don't understand when you take a trip, you gonna take more than one picture. So when people keep posting that they always on a trip. More often than not, they just posting the same pictures the same, from way yep. back when. Yep. And people really don't understand, and I don't know why. Yo, you just opened my eyes. To <laughs> I, I be thinking, I be thinking that, and for protective purposes, yo, when you take your trip, take your pictures, have your fun while you there. Don't post nothing until you get home. Because mm -hmm. it's weirdos and it's creeps out here who be like, oh, they over here? Mm -hmm. Let me go see if I can find them. And don't go anywhere you're not supposed to. If the tour guide told you where to go, you go where that motherfucker told you to go. And not even the tour guide. If if you walking down the, down one of the streets and you get stopped and they said, Don't you, go you better not go over there. Why the fuck would you still go there? Take a picture? No. You're not supposed to do that. Traveling tips by Ronald. Right, he's right though. <laughs> stay on your fucking, stay on your resort, bro. Chart the course the way you're supposed to. Right, cause a lot of these islands that motherfuckers be going to, they don't realize how dangerous these places bro, are. Bro, Mexico. These like, bro. Every place got a bad area, and you don't know the bad area till you <laughs> in the middle of it. That's a fact. Niggas be tripping. Yo, do what you're supposed to do. Just stay on your P's and Q's, bro. Or you're going to be chopped up. Things, things, things can happen to you. 
Anything can happen to anybody. No, nobody's immortal. Don't think that you're invincible, man. Well, I don't know. Somebody might be immortal, but I don't know who that is. Lil <laughs> Reese, 50 Cent. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Y'all, y'all be tripping. People be, t- but people do be t- posting the same pics. From the same uh, bro, people, I don't know how you don't realize And it's like, yo, we was just there last week. I recognize the background. The bottom of your foot's still dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. Wash your feet. Your toes still ashy, bro. Wash your feet, nasty. What's wrong with you? You got to put lotion on the back of their ankles. Right. It's looking crusty, yo. Make sure everything is fucking presentable before you snap the picture. No, that's right. Yo, when you see the red flags, bro, get the fuck out of the situation. Because, like, a whole lot of people will see 15 red flags and then... Just what? And, like, what situations? Anything, bro. Like, you you creep-ass bull. Like, and I don't like when uh, women be like, well, I shouldn't have to do this because people is creeps. People just shouldn't be creeps. Yes, that is a wonderful way to think, People and it will be, be are, it will be wonderful <laughs> if we could live in a world where niggas just wasn't creeps. But exactly. there are creep ass niggas. So for your safety, can y'all move a certain way? Like if you see a red flag, move away from that nigga. I was thinking about this the other day, and I put it in this in like this type of context. You know, if you go, if you go, if you travel somewhere, somebody say like like Africa, because I was thinking about lying. And yeah, you uh, you you you, you like they like all right, it's lions over there. They gonna fuck you up. Don't go over there. Why? Why would you still go over there and fuck with the lion? If somebody tells they you you walking down the street, them niggas over there, they gonna shoot you. You still gonna walk down the street and get shot? Exactly. And you can't be like, well. They shouldn't do this. They shouldn't do that. It's a whole lot of shit people do that they shouldn't do, but they gonna do regardless because that's just who they are, bro. That's true. So you gotta, you can't move freely in every situation. I'm not saying, I'm not telling you dress a certain way, act a certain way, but I am saying for your safety, when you see certain red flags, you notice a nigga's a creep. You see the nigga taking pictures from you, pictures of you from across the bar. Why are you going like, to stay there and get move, more fucked up? Move move out the way. Because clearly that nigga's plotting something. And nine times out of ten, the shit not good. And you can clearly see that he plotting something. And this and not... This ain't victim blaming. Not at all. This is me telling you, when you see the red flags, move accordingly. Because you can save yourself from certain situations if you just get out of there once you notice something's off in the beginning. Cause when I see when I see some shit, I'm like, okay. I sit back, scan the room. Niggas still moving weird. Okay, it's time for me to go. <laughs> exactly. And more often than not, your body is gonna let you know when something's off. There's no way that if you in a in a sketchy situation that you don't feel that you in a sketchy situation. And don't be easily accessible to everybody too. Don't feel like everybody deserves to talk to you and everybody deserves to see you and meet up with you even. Don't do that. Because you don't know who that person is. Exactly. That goes for uh, my young men too. 
Yeah. Just cause Shorty look good on the gram, and, and you try and drop your location, <laughs> think you about to get something next. You know, five niggas run up in your shit, all your shit gone. <laughs> they got your sneaks, your designer, all that. Cause they got you, was, you had the, the drip on the gram, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they got the apartments ones on. Now they fucking you up when you go home. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> nigga. You be lucky if you keep your socks. Like you can't, you can't trust everybody, bro. <clears throat> And yo, I feel as though you gotta let people know who you are off the rip. And this, this more so for my my transgender people for your safety. Nah, nah, nah niggas, is, is, niggas is joking. This nigga over here laughing. Nah, that's but I'm not laughing. I, just, I just seen the one joint on the gram where they said the bull beat the the other bull to death because he thought he was a girl. Yeah. Like nah, see y'all can't y'all can't play with everybody. Some people's gonna take that on the chin and let it slide, and then some people's gonna come at your head. Like it is, it is, it is gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard initially to just come out like that. But for, it's better for you to for you to let them know, and it not be a chance of them acting out and you know you potentially losing your life over some over over that. Very true. People who gonna the ones who gonna fuck with you gonna fuck with you regardless. Yeah, yeah. But you can you can't think somebody fuck with you because they don't know who you truly are. Then once you tell them a flip switch, I'm like I didn't know that they were that type of person. It's like yeah, cause y'all was you was lying to them the whole time. Yeah, don't do that type of shit. And that's just for your safety. There's crazy people in this world. Crazy people do crazy things. And it's a whole lot of crazy motherfuckers. A whole lot of them. They, they come in all types of colors, shapes, sizes, genders. It's like 58 of them. Right. I just, we just learned that. Yeah. It's, it's 58, 58 genders. genders. Shout out to the LGBTQ plus community. No, we don't got to get into that today. No. 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 We'll save, that. we'll save that for another episode. Another episode. But shout out, shout out to them, though. Embracing who you are. I ain't gonna say that. Sure, yeah, that's what y'all it's all the, it's all about uh, you know, love yourself. Knowing, knowing thyself. That's what I'm saying. Do what you, do what you gotta do to love yourself. Whatever fun, whatever makes you happy, go ahead and go about it the right way. Don't worry about how other people feel. For real, cause if you don't love the body you in, and you, you ain't can't gonna, nobody you ain't do nothing about life. that but you. You ain't never gonna be happy. But love yourself, and if it's right, it's right. Don't feed into what other people got to say about it. Whatever your parents say, if you don't agree with it. If you live in a house, you might have to, you know, just accept it. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> has to move accordingly. Yeah, but, you know. follow your heart, though. For sure. Follow your heart. Do what you got to do to make yourself happy. Because mm-hmm. ain't nobody responsible for your happiness but yourself. Yeah. Only people can do is add to it. Don't think that, you know, you're going to find somebody that's going to just make you completely happy and your life's going to turn around because that's not going to save nothing. It might subside, you know, for a little bit, but, you know, your feelings is going to truly come out and the person that you truly are is going to be seen by them. And all that's going to do is just reflect on and show who you are as a person. So, know something that's going to make you some money. Know yourself 100%. Find your happiness. Get some money. Shit. Enjoy life, man. I'm not gonna say money ain't everything, but low key it is. Low key. Low key. Low key, like. Low, low key. Yeah. Like, it's. 
money is because you can't do you can't do a lot of stuff without exactly. money. Exactly, money is one of the top five. Money is one of the top five things that are that will bring you happiness. People yeah. say money can't bring you happiness, but it, it can. It can because happiness is temporary but, regardless. Nobody's happy all the time. But would you say money adds to your happiness? Because I wouldn't say you could be already like look at it like this right. Hey, money like, in my account, I'm happier than a motherfucker. Right? No, no, no. I'm excited. You know, let's let's do something, but let's say that like put it in perspective like us being younger before us having money. Like mm-hmm. we were, we were already happy with ourselves. Yeah. And then once as we get older and stuff like that and you know, we make our own money, that adds to it. So I just feel like money adds to the happiness, but it's not really like the root of your happiness. Money is just an object that brings you to your happiness. In my opinion. Okay. Like you can cuz it's the thing. You can't be broke and be happy. Yeah. But after a while, it will, but it will like, be. Yeah, it will be. happiness is temporary regardless. So I'd rather be a millionaire and go through life problems than to be of broke course. as fuck and mm-hmm. go through life but problems. Yeah, I'm I will still say happy, this though, but. If you broke and go through life problems compared to being a millionaire and go through life problems, let's say those life problems has to do with finances. I feel as though that broke person coming out of that is going to be a better person than that millionaire coming out of that. Because mm-hmm. it takes a harder stride for that broke person. And if they don't break, they might bend. But if they don't break, they become a better person through it all. As far as discipline, as far as, you know, strength, mental strength, and mental capability, and just, you know, the overall will to pull through. But who else says that millionaire don't got that same mindset? I mean, you had, you had I'm not saying that they don't. You had to somewhat have that but at the same time, to be a millionaire. Yeah, but at the same time, let's say that they got comfortable. Or let's say that it's just one of them people that just got, became a millionaire off of, you know, how you can become a millionaire today through mm-hmm. social media or just through, you know, your likeness. You just so happen to come up on You just, you know, you just so happen to come up. You're not, you never really went through a struggle until you came up on some money. So... Let's say that you never went through the, like these type of problems like that y'all are both going through. So is it not? I wouldn't say that they would be the same person. They might become a better person than who they were, but they're not that same person that that broke person was that came through. And this, my, my thing is, the vast majority of people who like are unhappy, if a million dollars was dropped in their lap right now, it would solve half their problems at least. At least half. Oh yeah, it would solve a big problem for me right now. Shit. <laughs> like yeah, with more money, more problems, but I feel like a big problem that comes with money is and you won't use it right. And then motherfuckers try to use you because they know what you got. I feel like the two biggest problems with money is not knowing one what to do with it and then two having people know that you have that money and using you as a resource yeah leech that's Leeches. probably like the biggest stress of all because then everybody feels like they're obligated to you and then this is something me 3-9 talked about the other night on the way from uh book crib it's a whole lot of people that halfway fuck with you because they can look at you and see your potential so it's a whole lot of people sticking around 
and waiting to see if you hit your potential that they think you can. Right. But they don't. They're not really there for you. Why you down? They don't really fuck with you. They they kick it with you every now and then, but they ain't really helping you out. Mm-hmm. But once once that you make it, they're like, remember, bro, I was here. We did this, 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 this. But what about them times where I was hungry, bro, and you went and got a four for four? You couldn't let me get a fry. Couldn't let me get a damn. <laughs> not even a fry. Like, Shit. come on. Couldn't buy me a nugget, nigga. Exactly, and and it's a whole lot of people with it, men and women that's like that. They see this person, they're like, okay, they see the potential. They they could they could be something. Mm-hmm. So I'm a I'm a I'm a pop in and out, I'm and be like, yo, I'm gonna what's let good? Them, I'm gonna let them know I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still alive. They they post, oh I'm gonna like it. Mm. They on the start, oh I'm gonna swipe up and say something, but nah. Them, them in and out motherfuckers, don't fuck with them once you up, bro. Lead them niggas in and out. I'm about saying in and out people are real easy to come So do you feel like, like they're real easy to find. Do you feel like people make relationships with people off of the potential that they yep. should? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. It's, it's not it's, a lot. I don't, don't, don't want to sound crazy, but a lot of people do it all the time with athletes. Yeah. They get, they get the athlete early because they see the potential. Mm-hmm. Then once that potential is re- reached, they reap the benefits. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like, because if you leaving it as strictly business, okay, that makes sense. But we talking about people that try to get you on a person personal level, like he said, remembering memories that really don't mean shit. Like, we had a laugh here and there, okay? Yeah. I laugh at a lot of things. So I make a lot of people yeah. laugh. What's your purpose? I never really, I never understood it. I mean, I, I get it. I get why you would try to just keep a person around because of who they are, but I, that doesn't sit right with me. If we were never close, we were never close. Exactly. exactly. Like, I could say, like, yeah, like, I knew this person, and we were cool at one point, but, like, I'm not going to just be that like... point hey. came and went. Yeah, it's like, funny. that was four, that was four <laughs> years ago. Exactly. I'm still it, holding on to that shit. It's, it's people who I've recently given money to and did stuff for that if I was to become a billionaire right now, they wasn't getting shit from me. Oh yeah, 100%. And, and I just and it's like I just recently looked out for you, but it's how you acted Shit. after I looked out for you that let me know how you view me. You get, money, you get money to people that you wouldn't give to later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? No, yeah, that's, that's, bro, that's real. That's real. You think, you think somebody's solid and they, they talk it up like, yo, I'm this, I'm that, we cool, we boo 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 boo. You do them a favor, and then yeah. you start peeping how they move after, and it's it's like this. I'm not the type of nigga who count favors, but. I count favors, my nigga. You it's don't not, count them, but not, you don't forget them. If I do 10 things for you, and I need you one time, I need like $10, and you... I'm not even going to remember all 10, but I'm going to remember at least five to nah, eight of them. Bro, to that. It's not even counting favors at the point. It's just the overall like reciprocation of it all. Like, If I'm doing something for you, I'm not doing it out of you having to do something back. Mm-hmm. But just know that I'm doing this for you out of the sense of my heart. So just knowing that me doing that shows how much I fuck with you. So mm-hmm. if I need the same thing in return, not saying that I will, I would expect or would like you to do the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. So there, yeah, I agree with you. Like there's people in my family that I wouldn't 100%. do shit for. That I've, I'm, done, I'm doing stuff for now currently. Or I've done stuff for in the past. Like you haven't been there for me in certain problems. And I, I told you, but off air, but like. There's been times where, you know, I've needed my family members or I've reached out to my family members. 
and they weren't there and they didn't show no type of love and no type of consideration when it came to, you know, my mom, my grandmother. But then when it comes to them having a problem, when it comes to them needing something financially, when they see how strong you are, they call you. Mm. Oh, fuck you. Fuck is that? And my but thing you, is, you know, I don't even ask motherfuckers for money. Like, the, the most I ask you for is a view on here, <laughs> a view That's on it. YouTube, a like on YouTube, a comment on you, oh, and y'all family. can't give niggas that, family bro. Never what? do it. And this is my thing, bro. You on the game? Your phone sitting next to you. All you gotta do is let the video play while you play the game. I'm not asking you to watch it and pay attention and tell me what you like. Just let it run so I get a view. And all that is free. All you gotta do is click the subscribe button. Click the subscribe button. You. You don't gotta watch every video. You can only watch the videos that seem halfway interesting to you. Just click the subscribe button. It's a whole lot of people, bro, 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 bro. Like I said, like I said on last week's episode, it's a whole lot of people, bro, this, bro, that. Niggas don't, niggas ain't follow the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Niggas, niggas not going to subscribe to the YouTube. And we done said this multiple times. At this niggas, point. and then, and <laughs> like it's the same subscribe. niggas talking about some, bro, man, when I'm going to be in the video, bro. Never, nigga, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> Simple. He said that with his soul. Ain't even nothing like that we try to make personal and ain't nothing that we try to direct like strictly to us. It's just that there is type people out here in this world that will try to get any type of gain off from you any way that they can. Mm-hmm. They gonna try to, you know, disguise bro for really not even meaning that sense. Exactly. And what's crazy is the shit is normalized now. I'm about to say the word bro is right. I mean, I say I say bro to a lot of people, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't resonate. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm like, what's good, bro? How you been? Okay, yeah. You got people that dap you up, don't even fucking know who you are. Right. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. like, what's good with you, bro? Like, like nigga, who is you? You just with five niggas that I know. I don't know you personally. (laughs) It's just that me, like, honestly, I ain't, I I ain't sugarcoating nothing. That's I ain't even, if I see how the relationship is, you know, fading or if I see how it's going, it's just going to stay like that. Exactly. If man. we haven't talked in years, then we ain't going to talk. Or if I'm seeing how you, you are, y'all know, if you already on some funny shit back in high school with a close friend, you, I, y'all know. Y'all you pointing at me, yeah. Them too. Them too. If you acting funny and, you know, there's been effort that I've put on my end to make the relationship work and you're not, you know, even trying to match that. Why am I going to even try to keep it going? And if mm-hmm. if, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. feel some type of way listening to this part of the podcast, you can text me, DM me, cause and then I'll <laughs> let you know I don't fuck with you. you cause if this that, part man. hits you in your soul, that means you know you're doing some fuck shit. That's even, what I need. even if, if you if you feel some type of way listening to this part of the podcast, this part of the podcast is about you. Yeah. If your Simple. spine just tingled. When we was talking about this, <laughs> if you cringe in we're any sort of way, you. if you cringe in any sort of way, it's about you. Oh damn, they might be talking about me. Yeah, we are. <laughs> if you got it, because that it, thought pops up in your head. It's, talking about it's you. niggas listening to this right now. Like, damn, they not talking about me. We not. But if yeah. you think in any at any <laughs> second that we talk about, best believe, nigga, it's, it's you. about you. It's you. Cause you're weird. But everybody know who they did wrong in life. Ain't no, ain't no secrets. Y'all know, y'all know who, y'all know who y'all are who fucked up, and we not even talking in reference to us. That's just with anybody, cause there's racial relationships that faded on my end, or I might have been the cause of it. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, but 
don't try to, you know, be in and out of people's lives because somebody's going to cut you off and somebody might keep you around. But nine times out of ten, don't, you know, be discouraged if that person doesn't want you around anymore. Mm-hmm. So put effort into your relationships. Don't half-ass it. Don't sugarcoat it with bro. Don't sugarcoat it with sis. If you really fuck with that person, fuck with that person completely. Be there for them. Support them. But if you're not, there's going to be other people that just met that person that's going to wholeheartedly be open and have their arms wide, going to accept that person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then also, if you one of them niggas who always see, like, when niggas is together and you hit somebody like, yo, why ain't get an invite? Cause if, if nigga do that shit for me, you should already know the answer. If you ain't getting no invite, it's because nigga, we don't talk. <laughs> the niggas who get the invites is the niggas I talk to every day. We stare weak. Exactly. Mm-hmm. These niggas on this drum right here, they always get the invite. I talk to these niggas. Nigga, I don't talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a time where you would have got the invites every time, but nigga, we yeah. don't talk like that no more. Shit. And, and he, sometimes there's no love lost. We just don't talk like exactly. that. And even if you feel like you fell out with somebody, reach out to that person. Don't just assume that your relationship is tarnished. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you fell out with somebody, you know, reach out to them, DM them, shoot them a text, call them. Be like, yo, what's up? We good? Like, you know, I know that we haven't been talking. Like, communicate it. It's, don't it's, just end a relationship or feel like the relationship fell off and just not talk to that person. It ain't nothing wrong with being vulnerable like that, cause a lot of people, a lot of people don't wanna wanna show that side of themselves. But it ain't, it ain't nothing wrong with hit somebody like that, you know. They're like yo, I miss you. Yeah. All the There's time, nothing man. Wrong with nothing wrong that. with that. Shit, I know I do that with people. I care. like if I feel like I haven't talked to you in a minute, I know I fuck with you seriously. Yo, what's good, bro? How you been? I miss you, man. Exactly. I'm about to say, it's, it's not gay to miss one of yeah. your niggas. If you used to kick it with that person <laughs> every day, and you used to see that person all the time, yeah, bro, it's okay to miss another dude. Yeah. Like, not every, not everything is gay, bro. Yeah. Like, but that's another conversation for yeah. another day. <laughs> y'all, y'all think everything is gay. Yeah. Yo, what's up? What's up with y'all dumb motherfuckers thinking that eating a hot dog is gay? <laughs> Who started that, yo? I thought that shit was about to go way left. Yo. Bro, who started that, bro? I just want to know. Honestly. Because, like, what's wrong with eating a hot dog? Honestly, I be eating hot dogs, it was, bro. It was, it, was, it, was our, it was our generation. Hey, but niggas be se- niggas sexualize our, anything, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, what? Eat a hot dog. Oh, dang, bro, I'm bro. saying, like, what the fuck? I'm just saying, like, I, I eat hot dogs too. It's like, yeah, that, it, it was just wild, wild dog. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wild, wild dog is good, bro. Exactly, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the real hot dog. That's the only one I eat. The grill. That's a little, little bit black. What's wrong with the hot, with the wild, wild dogs? Ain't nothing wrong with it, bro. That's why our steam is so They not they not they're not boiled. They not they not boiled. No, they not boiled. Boiled is fucking disgusting. Them shits is fucking nasty. I used to eat them shits as a young boy. Remember I made them as a young boy. Tripping. That shit is nasty. I'm gonna cause now that we Put it at the <laughs> bottom of your head. Wipe up, my nigga. Look at it and get wash, rinse, and repeat until you get a clean wipe, my nigga. And then to get the soap, it's not gay. 
You mean you got spread yeah, you your got cheese a little bit? You gotta let the water run just down, wipe, bro. Wipe your ass, bro. Even <laughs> if you don't want to do that, get if, another if rag. You, and you, you wet it. Exactly. You still gonna have the soap in your butt. You gonna have mildew butt, <laughs> and your butt gonna be clean, but it's still gonna stink. Y'all <laughs> niggas be thinking everything gay. If you niggas wear your draw more than one day, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers dirty. Everybody, every guy where they underwear. That's ten cap. Times. Three I'm to like, ten times, right? Not even one to two, That's three to saying. ten. Then <laughs> we went way past two. I wear three. Exactly. I wear three different pair of drawers a day. If you listen, if you out somewhere, when I feel sweaty. I change my. <laughs> I wear yeah. three different pair of drawers a day. If you take a shower, can... don't wear the same drawers. Exactly, don't do that shit, bro. As much, once you wash your ass, don't put that shit back on there. Don't <laughs> like that's, that's just putting that's taking that's literally taking a shower and then putting dirt on your nuts again. Exactly, exactly bro. You got drawers you wake up in, drawers you wear throughout the day, drawers you go to sleep in. Three pair of drawers a day. And if you don't go to sleep in drawers, then you only need two. Yeah. Exactly. Listen, exactly. If you stay over somebody's crib, wash your sheets. If you stay over somebody's crib, you guys keep them dirty. You gotta keep them dirty, Jones. <laughs> wash your sheets, bro. Niggas giving out cleaning tips. Yeah, because niggas no, really be dirty. Lot, bro, but and niggas not, be stinking. But it's not. It's not even just niggas. It's just people in general. It's a lot of dirty people out here. Do your dishes. I don't realize. It. Please, yes, please wash, wash your dishes. dishes. <laughs> Wash your dishes, bro. Take out the trash. Everything that your parents taught you and bitch at you about, do that shit, Yo, man. can we, like, <laughs> at, they bitch at you for a reason. As a, as the human race, can we start not fucking with dirty people? Just, really? just to make everybody Yo, clean, just don't fuck with dirty people. If you're people. dealing with somebody and they ain't brush their teeth this morning, break up with them. Exactly. <laughs> they don't wash their hands. Nah, bro. Because I'm about shit. to start being real uh, asshole. If I'm in the bathroom and I see that you walked out without washing hands, I'm letting everybody know. Like, <laughs> cuz right here ain't washing hands. That's nasty, right, hold on, hold on, bro. So if you piss and you don't wash your hands, that's, that's drawn too? That's, yeah. Bro, yeah. bro, bro. Because there's people that piss outside nah, nah, and don't nah, wash nah. hands, though. Nah, let me put, you I'm going to tell you about that. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you about that, though. Even, even, even if I do that, bro. My hands start sweating. I'm like, I can't touch nobody now. Like, <laughs> like, like my hands start to sweat, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, either way, like, just find some, keep some hand sanitizer you on or something. Like, you gotta keep that got, straight. You don't even gotta touch your privacy. Just pull it down. Piss, yeah, dude. that's I'd be like, you at the park and you hoop it. You go to take a piss right quick. You hop back on the court. You don't don't touch your wee wee. Yeah, yeah bro. Nigga, don't touch my hand. Cause if you want, if you want, hold it, down, pull it down, yeah. hold it at the the waistband. And, just, and, and, and then there's people and, that do that. And then that, you though. bounce up and just, if you if you over here like this, I know there's people that do that. Nah, nigga, don't touch your sweaty meat. If there's people that do that, then you need to stop playing ball. For or sure. bring some hand sanitizer or something, bro. For sure. Bring germs. Yeah, I keep hand sanitizer yeah. in my bag though. I got it on me. I got six in the car. Like what? Nah, niggas be. Motherfuckers really be nasty, bro. More of the story. Mm. Wash your ass. I got something that I want to ask Say you've been at work all fucking day. Oh, shit. Damn, that's personal. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, he was really about to get into something. Say you at work all day, because there's a lot of people that do this. Say you at work all day, mm-hmm. you come to the crib. You change it to your night clothes and lay in your bed. No. But then you take a shower in the morning. That's some dirty shit. Can't. Bro. That's can't. disgusting. You at you can't lay if in your bed. You just exactly. Can't work, if right? you're only taking no, one shower right. a day, I the shower has to be at night. 
Yeah. I, I take two a day. Morning. Nah, bro. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna count. It's, it's been times where I've taken three showers yeah. in one day because, boom, I wake up. I'm automatically gonna take a shower to get my day started. Get mm-hmm. smelling good. On days that we hoop and shit like that, I take like three to four. Exactly. We. I go outside. We hoop it. Boom. I take another shower. As soon as you get. And if niggas hit me like, "Yo, bro, you wanna go here?" and I have to go outside again, I'm taking a shower. Unless I'm going to sit in one of y'all houses, and that's all I'm doing. I'm not. I'm taking another shower before I get in my bed. It's just something about that fresh feeling, man. That I like, like. But everybody can't relate. Some niggas yeah. like dirt. I'm mean, like, yeah, there's <laughs> really some people that they nah, get off of work, bro. You can't. They do get it, in their pajamas. You work the whole day and then get in the bed. Interact the with all these the people. You sitting on stuff that's not clean, like you know, and like just overall, just what's on, like not what's on you, but just overall, just being out. You get home, you're bringing it into your house. And this my thing, yo. I understand some people work a lot, and you be tired, but if you got enough energy to take those clothes off, put new clothes on, you, you had enough energy to hop in the shower and just hop in the bed naked. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like, if, if you're that exhausted where you just, the first thing you do is you sit down and you go to sleep, okay, that's totally different. Say, but if you if you taking your clothes bro, off and putting new clothes on, on yo, go go hop in the like, shower bro, when real I quick. Used to, when I was when I used to get out of practice, if I, if I was really that tired, bro, I'd Straight come home, I get right, right on the floor. right on the floor. Right, <laughs> <laughs> take me a little power nap. Take a shower. Ain't nothing wrong with taking a shower though. Showers is fun, man. <laughs> I be having sold out concerts and them shit. Bro, so right. I was just singing Whitney Houston this morning. Right, bro. It's nothing wrong with washing yourself. It's nothing wrong with being clean. It's nothing wrong with brushing your teeth. Another thing is brush not, your tongue too if you're brushing your teeth, yo. For sure. And another thing it's not wrong mm-hmm. with get go to the doctor, get checked up, make sure you don't got no STDs. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Facts. There's nothing wrong with I that. I just had a blood test two months ago. Bro, I, I need to do that. I need to get my blood drawn. I've yeah. never done that before. It's important. It's important. I got my blood drawn. I found out I was anemic. Damn. Damn. That's thing. Everybody. Shout out to all my people. With everybody be. It's like. I got my blood drawn. I was like, alright, I really do need to stop eating this dairy shit. It was fucking, it was fucking my liver up. I really do need to go do that. Yeah, but um, it's very important though. It's take very care of yourself. Take care of yourself. <laughs> and the people around shows, you. Cause it, y'all be fucking my nose up. It reflects. It does reflect on your life at the end of the day when you start really just picking up on them things like. And doing I, the dishes, taking out the trash. I notice you know? a dirty motherfucker when I see him, bro. It's certain people when I be in the mall, I walk by you, I hold my breath. Mm. Never had. I ain't gonna lie, be doing that. And I've been, I've been doing I that be since I, since I, since I was a little kid because people really be stinking, and I'm like, yo, bro, wash yourself, please. And yo, spraying cologne on top of stink do not. Make you not stink, bro. It's like it's like you you, you smell you, smell you you smell a little something good, but then you smell cheese right after it. Like what? That shit is nasty. Because mm-hmm. at that point, that's just disrespectful. If you're walking around musty, I'm gonna have to fight you. Exactly. Imagine like that's just like that shit really is aggravating though. Just sitting next to somebody that stinks. That stinks. Cause it's like, bro, what the fuck is it? like? You don't smell yourself, mm, bro. That's the thing. You don't. <laughs> no, it's no way. It's no way you, you don't get, smell yourself, bro. At Listen. a certain point, you get used to your smell. Yeah, bro. And then at that point, you don't smell anything. That's but this is the thing. You get used to your smell, but that means you had to originally be okay 
was stinking. Yeah. Because or you might have just thought it wasn't you. No, when you first start, <laughs> no, nigga, because you know when the smell is coming from you, and you know when it's coming from the nigga next to you. Yeah. You right. When you got an off day, and you all right, you know it's you. Nigga sit there like this. Yeah, bro. I be knowing it's me. I be knowing. <laughs> I be look. What? Oh, oh, shit. You can't, you can't, you can't not notice you around black people because they gonna, they gonna look at you. <laughs> Eventually, you gonna catch somebody looking at somebody. From, shit, oh shit. And fault. if and if you deal with the right people, they gonna tell you. Right, yeah. and it, and it's <laughs> it's not rude to tell somebody they don't smell good. It's not rude to tell anybody about themselves that they need to know. I'm say it's not rude. To it, it's it's good. all it's all about the approach you take though. You can't be like yo, cause you fucking stink. You pulling to the side, yo, bro. You got a little, little, little smell odor. to you. Mm-hmm. I'm be like, yo, bro. We'll you take care of that. You got to shower, bro. And nigga, stop. Don't get offended when somebody try to tell you, you you off your game. Especially if you know it's right. Then it's just a, a worse look for you, bro. If somebody like, yo, you, you need some gum, that's them politely telling you, yo, your breath stink. Take it. Just take the gum, bro. Yeah. Take that shit. But like, thank you. Mm, leave it at that. It'd be crazy though, cause a lot of these niggas that we talking about right now be getting the most bitches somehow. What are we talking about? Talk about the stank like, niggas, because the stank niggas be having, they be, they having, be having a pretty shit on. They be having a little nice Gucci, the little nice jeans, your means, the belt. But then they take down, they got the shittakas on, ethicas <laughs> with the shit stains, and then boom, they 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 socks got, they got holes the in the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, they, they nice socks, but that shit got a hole the size streak. of your heel in it. They got your streaks, they got the streaks, bro. Ain't nothing yes, wrong bro. with holes and socks. I mean, something like... Nah, bro, but this is my thing. Depending on if, how big the hole is. Nah, if your fit, like all your outward shit is clean, yeah. it's no reason everything underneath should be fucked. Right, nah, I feel that. If you want to take care of yourself, take care of everything and not just the outward appearance. Word. Holes in your drawers, too. Yeah. Stop showing your drugs, bro. Oh my God. I don't care. I don't care you got on PSDs. I don't care if they got ethical drugs. <laughs> my nigga, don't nobody want to see that shit. Yeah, what is, like, the root of that, though? What, like, why do niggas, do like, showing their drugs? I think, I think it, that really, <laughs> I think before it was just a little sad, but now, now the fact that niggas is buying... Sixty dollar drawers. No, so they trying to show. Like you got some people like, that took like a t-shirt in their drawers. Show every bit of everything that they bought. Nah, the worst niggas to me is the niggas with the nice belt. They wear they wear the pants but right <laughs> below they ass. Put the belt on so the, so the pants don't fall. You <laughs> got your shitakas on. Nothing, you got your little Gucci nothing, belt. Nothing in this day and age is supposed to be subtle. The way you wear a belt is supposed to be like, yeah, yeah you got it on. And then eventually, you know, it show people like, oh shit, you got that. Feel me? Niggas now, I spent $100 on this belt, I'm gonna show it. $50 on these drugs, I'm gonna show it. $75 on these socks, I'm gonna show it. it. It's like, that's that's what it is. Everything that's worth some money gotta get shown. Yeah. Alright, All right, show me your grades, nigga. What's your GPA? We ain't gonna do that. Mr. Point five. And that's another thing. Niggas start taking school serious, bro. At least the beginning. If you wouldn't. Like especially if you if you halfway decent at a sport, bro. T- you mean? Mm-hmm. Cause it's a whole lot of people who nice, but get hold by their grades. Yeah. Don't let your grades hold you. Yeah, man. School. 
I hated school. It ain't for everybody, but that shit a little important. It's a little. It's important. It's very important if you don't have nothing else outside of that. You gotta be doing something. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like everybody, once you get past the age of twenty, you need to be doing something that's making you a little bit of bread. Shit, even earlier, you got you got have some in your pockets that's yours. But some motherfuckers is leeching. Some some motherfuckers is some leeching motherfuckers, bruh. And just wait till the person you leeching off cut you off, even if it's your man. Been your man's forever, but bro, I'm gonna be real. You can be my man's forever, but if all you doing is begging me for bread, bro, you gotta go. You still my man's, but you gotta I go. Can't. I gotta cut you off. I can't personally do You can't get no more bread from me. If you re- if you really if you're really my man, like one of y'all, and y'all need some money, I got you. But like people who just come out the cut, like yo, bro, send me a stack. Who? <laughs> yeah, bro, but <laughs> but I got y'all too. Like if nigga, if I'm a billion and y'all, but I I don't got y'all every month. If every month you can't pay your bill or something like that, I'm like, come on, bro. You my child. You got, yeah. Right, you my right. You got to keep out, come on, you bitches, nigga. <laughs> you, got, you got to go, you got to get something going. Like, I'd rather get somebody money because they say, yo, I got this idea. All I need is the front money, and we're going to make a return in the back end. Rather than somebody like, yo, let me get this so I can go to the mall and splurge real quick. I'm not giving you no, no money for that. If you asking for money to go to the mall, like I'm not giving you right. shit. Right. What type of time you think you I'm not giving you shit. You remember the little dress you put the coin in and we'll go around and mm-hmm. shit? <laughs> go have some fun. <laughs> Niggas really be sitting on a man hip just getting money like this. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, bro, let me get the Bentley. So, would y'all ever? Could y'all ever be a groupie? No. A groupie for who? Say. Describe a groupie first. Yeah. Let me know what a when groupie I see, is. When I is it like I'm in an entourage with somebody like of somebody that got money? Say yeah. one of one of us no. get on one of us get on real big. Like, what do you what do you mean groupie? Yeah, cause cause I'm, a groupie is like, you just you know. A groupie is like if you're like like for a celebrity instance like somebody that's like a big fan and like they just can't get off of like. All right, then I'll change the verbiage. Like you said, entourage. Then could you be a part of an entourage? Yeah, I could yeah. be a part of an entourage. For as one of as, y'all niggas. Yeah, as long as it's in my circle. So yeah. say one of y'all niggas making. I'm gonna be in every picture bro, like I, this. Say thing. say you met Chris Brown, bro. Yeah. And he said, "Come join my entourage." You would say no. What's the like? What am I doing though? I don't know. He just say that's, that. That's you the figure thing. Out right after the, the fact. Yeah, I'm trying to ride people like that. Exactly. I'm not riding around yeah. with you like this. Nah, not like, doing nothing with like this. Thing you're is, giving me money. My thing is with me. It's like it has to be a sense of purpose. Like if he needs me for something, like say like like for photography sense, or say like if he just needs me to like help him out with, you know, artistic ideas or anything. Then hell yeah, like I'm gonna be a part of that because I'm adding value to his, you know, exactly. what he got going on. Something to the but table. I ain't finna just be in no fucking entourage. I think, I think it's yeah. order. Cause yeah. there's people that, think, that yeah, like pay people like yeah, there there is people just to be around because he just wants people to like not saying Chris Brown specifically, but there's people in a group just because they want people to be their yes man. Like yo, bro, you think I should be doing this? Yo, bro, you think I should fuck with this bitch? Yo, bro, you think I should get this? Yeah, bro, go ahead, cause it's money that they all order. think that they just you know. I think it's on. I think it's an order that it's supposed to go. On. And it's supposed to go like you make your group 
and then the title comes with that, you know? Then it's like a, oh, all right, people deem that, like, that's, all oh, right, that's him and his entourage. Yeah, you can't it be shouldn't be, and then be like, it shouldn't be, oh, pick all right, him. I want an entourage, I want you, 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 and you. It's, it's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be in the order of that in which it comes with the title. Because Pretty Boy Fredo, he do that. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. There's, there's people out here that literally just got money or, like, they're just, a, like, you know, a figure and they do just have people and they like they add people to their group just because it's like oh yeah this, I see this person he on my dick maybe he can do something for like maybe he can like just be a part of my like you know even gas with, me up even Niggas within need ego boosters. yeah even within our circle like if I y'all one of y'all come up with a million dollars right now I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own self reflection it's never it's never any jealousy it's I'm gonna do my own self reflection alright he did that alright I'm gonna get mine I'm, I'm gonna get mine somehow, and I'm gonna start thinking. I'm gonna go into a deep thought about how I'm gonna get mine, how I'm, how I'm gonna match that within my group. You know what I'm saying? It's not about to be no, no because we know, because it's not, yeah. but that we're not talking personal because we already yeah, know. Yeah, no, no, I'm just using that yeah, as an example. Because within us, we already know that none of us is gonna leech. Because we were talking about leeching yeah. leech at first. Yeah, but we I'm not know, about to sit there yeah. and take some money. Yeah, we know we're not yeah, gonna leech off of each other, though. I'm not, I'm not even gonna let y'all niggas leech off of me. Like, I'm gonna help y'all to the point to where y'all don't need help anymore. Exactly. And I'm gonna help y'all get to that point. But I'm not, I'm never gonna let you just. Yo, I'm not even saying like y'all gonna be like, yo, bro, let me get this, but I'm not gonna enable that. Yeah. I'm gonna give you money to work towards something. So, yo, bro, put this in a business or put this in a trust fund, something. But do you think you can be a self-made millionaire if somebody gave you a front? Do you think you consider yourself a self-made millionaire if somebody gave you a front? What kind of front? Like you, you wanted to start a business mm -hmm. and. Somebody like here you go. Here's your front money. Mm -mm. Take no. that. Cause mm -mm. somebody helped you. You have to. I, I say yes. I, it was, I mean, I, it's your idea, but I say was, yes. It was. It was some sort of uh, financial. But this is the thing. If you take out a bank loan, I was. I was thinking You're still about a self-made millionaire because you got a loan from the bank. But I'm saying, as long as you pay that front back, I believe you can consider yourself self-made. I can. You did I it can, yourself. I can agree with that. But then you also. I'm just. Going off of people that like, there's people that actually like save for a budget, and then they mm -hmm. work off of their budget, and then you know they gain and build from mm -hmm. that. So that's also my definition of self-made. But I do understand what you're saying with the front thing, though. If you were returning that back, and like you know, and plus some, then yeah, like you're still self-made at the end of it all because you know you still kind of you got that you know loan from it, but you paid it back and then some. It's mm -hmm. my thing because nobody. 100% does anything by itself. You need help exactly. from somebody else yeah. to get yeah. to get that yeah. far. So I say you <clears> can <throat> consider yourself self-made if somebody's like, okay, here go this, a little bit of bread, start your joint up, and then you pay them back. Yeah, you did that. That's you. Yeah, I helped you, but you went out. You executed your plan that you created yourself. That's what you're saying. That's right. Cause it's a whole lot of motherfuckers who would just keep taking bread. Yeah, of course. And then, oh yeah, I'm self-made, nah, nigga. You you've been taking bread all year. Your whole life you've been taking bread from other people. And I understand the difference between somebody helping you, and then somebody actually providing for you. Somebody can help you until a point to where you don't need the help no more, or help you get to the position to where you need to be. But when they're providing for you. It's where it comes to where that you're relying on them at that point. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people confuse that 
So it's nothing wrong to get help from somebody, but when it's to the point to where you're ex like expecting that from them, cut that shit out. Stop bleaching. Stop bleaching. That cut shit that shit out. <clears throat> and I asked my mom, my sisters, and my grandma this question because I be seeing it all the time on the gram where the girls be like, oh, the dude DM them, and they'll be like, well, if you want this, you got cash at me. I asked my mom and them, I was like, how soon is too soon for a woman to ask a man for money? How soon is too soon? My mom said a woman should never ask a man for money because if the man, if the man that's in your life is solid enough, he'll notice when you need and he'll help you out without you having to ask. Mm -hmm. Uh, I see, I see what you're getting at, but some people really like to fight the silent battle. You know what I'm saying true. The uh, the, the, the but this the thing you can fight this you can fight the silent battle, but somebody who's really in your corner on your side can see you yeah. fighting the silent battle so, even if it's silent. So I will put it like this, right? Because I just had this conversation with my mom, right? Onto the helping. If there's it, all right, so you might know a person. But you might not know what they're going through all the way. Mm -hmm. So they might express their struggles, but they're not really telling you what's going on. Yeah. So, like I was telling her because with the whole moving thing, like she was really going through it. And I'm like, you know, you telling me everything that you were going through, but you're not expressing that. So how am I supposed to really know that you needed that help? She said, well, you know, it's not something that I really needed, but it's something that I would have liked to have. Yeah. But, and I agree, and I was like, okay, like, I understand, like, you know, because me being your son and, like, me just being somebody that cares about you, like, yeah, like, you know, if I see that or if I, I have the slight question, then, yeah, I should go ahead and extend that. But also, you can show and hide what you're feeling and mm -hmm. really, to, on the outside looking in, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, she's got it, like, she's holding up pretty strong, like, you know, she's good. Mm -hmm. But overall inside, you crumble. Yeah, but that's, t that's something totally different. When it comes to like your parents, because it's a lot of people's parents who've been doing that Ew, their right. entire the whole time they've been a parent. Right. They've been you you gotta seem strong for your kids. So, yeah. but if it's like one of y'all niggas, no, no, I that's can, what I was gonna I say. I can tell when one of y'all niggas is down, but when if it's my mom, she's when she's been having the high stuff. For the, like, just so everybody don't know, mm -hmm. like, cause it's some stuff you just don't want your kids to know. Right. If you're mm -hmm. going through something, you just you don't like, want to express it. Yeah, yeah you want to make sure that they got what they need, regardless. Going, yeah. So you're going to have that strong outward appearance, but you don't gotta have that with your friends or like the person right. that you fucking with. So when that, when it's on that level, you can tell when that person needs some type of help. Yeah, cause I, I was gonna can I ask you if you need help. Can that be what happens? Cause I'm gonna ask you. Yeah, like, cause I'm saying, cause even yeah, even sure. then with me sometimes it's like I might like to y'all like I'm very open, so like I really do like just tell you what's going on. I don't really hide nothing. But even then, when like I was going through the stuff I was going through last year, like I did kind of just keep everything on the hush. Like I wasn't really talking about nothing. Mm -hmm. Like Derek, you knew, but we was talking on a daily basis at that point. So, but even yeah. when like you know you was going through some deep troubles, like. You don't really want everybody to know or you don't really want to feel like you're a burden at that point. Yeah. So, like, sometimes, like, you really just kind of keep it. You don't want to try to put yeah, your problems you just put it, to everybody you just, else. You just, you just put it in the backpack. So, like, with, with me, it was kind of like, 
it t- came to the point where it just was numb. So like I'm still smiling, laughing, like everything's going good. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I'm I'm broken. When you was at Clarios, I don't think anybody knew what was really going to do. Yeah, yeah right. So yeah, money. Yeah, so even so even with that, like not even trying to make a person about me. So there are people that that do that. So what I'm trying to get is like with that person there, like. You don't know what they're going through, but they're going through everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even then, they're kind of like, you know, you got people that come to you and it's just like, yo, like, you know, like, why don't you tell me how you feel? Like, I didn't, how was I supposed to know that you felt like that if you never told me? So there are, are people that, like, you know, just don't speak on it. Mm-hmm. I get that. I think I'm like that, truthfully. Yeah, so it goes it goes both ways, but it just all goes with, like, you know, what you can handle and what you can do because it does come to a point to where if you don't talk about what you're feeling... You will explode. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still doing that to this day. You know, be real. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I I work on it. It's a it's a it's a it's a daily thing that I work on. But like, you know, you do have to really come out, and you have to have those people that you can just kind of just, all right, like, yo, mm-hmm. I did this, that, and the third. Like, can you help me out, or like, can you just hear me out on this? Because, you know, going through what I went through, like, not speaking on it, and like just holding it in, it comes to the point where it's just like, you black. And then you just say everything, and then it's like that person's looking at you like scared because it's like, mm-hmm. Well, where's well, this where's coming, coming from? from? And I feel like that's another reason why you need more than one person that you feel like you can go and talk to, because if you're going through some, and then your your go-to person going through some, it's no saying that they're gonna right. be able to help you with your problems right. if they got problems of their own. And that's why you need a great relationship with your parents. Having a great relationship with your parents really does solve those things because you got your people like your parents that went through the stuff that you're going through and their experience and seasoned through it all so they know how to help you through it. And if you don't have your parents, then like, my, like Dre said, have more than two people that you can just go between. Mm-hmm. Like have a solid group that you can just have to where y'all can just release everything. Exactly. You know? And stop, be, stop being so willing to fall on your face. When it's people trying to help you from falling on your face. You're if probably, somebody's like, yo, this person's bad for you, don't hang out with them, don't go do this, don't do this, and you continue to go do that shit, and they continue to be right every time, bro, start listening. Your pride will kill you. It will seriously kill you. You know? So don't 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 feed into, you know, thinking that, you know, you're going to get through it or everything's going to be okay if, you know, you truly know that you're not. Talk to somebody. I think we good. Sound like that's a wrap for episode two. Man, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. Fuck your opinions podcast. We going up every single day, every single week. Gonna give you the best convos, the best opinions that we have on this table. And again, like I said last week, everybody here got their own voice and they speak for themselves. One you. voice do not speak for the group. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll be back with y'all next week.